sitting comfortably, then I'll begin. That's the way computers talk. Hello and welcome to Blue Mountains Live. I'm Brad Diedrich, the Professor, here on the 29th of September 2022. And uh, we've got a pretty standard show tonight, and we haven't got a standard show tonight. I was pleasantly surprised by... uh, I, I sort of did a couple of surprise interviews this afternoon. Didn't really plan them in advance, just saw who was playing on the weekend and decided to give them a yell, see if they wanted to have a chat. Uh, the first one with uh, Gillian Taylor Reynolds from Sideshow Annie, who are playing down at Lawson Bowl on the weekend. Pretty sort of standard gig for them, but uh, it's been a while since they played this. They played their uh, last New Year's Eve. Apparently had a had a rager of a gig, and uh, they'll be there again on the weekend. So um, these are the small local gigs that just go off and are just really really enjoyable to go to. So I thought I'd give um, uh, Gillian and and Elliot a, a bit of a yell. Um, Elliot's constantly busy down at uh, Song Cove Studios, and uh, so of course he was uh, he was not able to have a chat. But I'm I'm glad I got to chat to Gillian because we ended up having a lot in common, um, having a lot of uh, common people we know from our pasts down in Sydney. And, um, of course, as always, she was a delight to talk to. So um, you actually don't hear the whole chat that we had because uh, we talked for about another hour off off air, um, just about various things. But uh, what you do hear is, uh, is, is great and it involves uh, some of the stuff they've been doing. Uh, we talk about Winter Magic. We talk about uh, some of her influence. We talk about... Um, some of her uh, earlier years growing up in uh, in uh, England and in America and uh, in Canada. And, uh, of course, uh, Gillian has a, a wide range of influences that influence the sort of music she makes. And it was great to hear about all those sort of things in quite a long interview. It goes for about half an hour. So uh, enjoy that. Um, then some great tracks, some Roxy music and... Uh, and a, a track from them, of course. And uh, then after that, we do the directory. And then we had a little short chat with uh, Gavin Bowles, who's doing a, a solo gig down at uh, RD Ed's on Sunday. So um, enjoy both of those. They're, they're really interesting. And um, there's a couple of good tracks mixed in there as well. So enjoy the next hour of music. And we'll kick it off with a, a song from uh, Sideshow Annie. And uh, that's their new one. Ambiguous day. We support Radio Blue Mountains. We think it's the greatest station. We hope you all do too. And who are you? I'm Gillian Taylor from Reynolds from Sideshow Side Annie. And I'm Elliot from Sideshow Annie. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Radio Blue Mountains rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Wingle biggers kicking at the stones on the ground Standing in the marketplace of Carnaby Looning around before we catch our red bus back to town Just another ambiguous day Bubblegum can keep your feet stuck to the ground Floating on a cloud to Notting Hill Throw your hair back, shriek with laughter And church halls so small Just another ambiguous day Painting, playing, experimenting Making noise, guitar sounds Another ambiguous day 
Live. We're um we're going through all the gigs that are on on the weekend, and one of the gigs that's on on the weekend is on uh, Saturday night down at Lawson Bolo, down at the Bowling Club, and that's Sideshow Annie. And I have Gillian here from the band. Hello, Gillian. Hello, Brad. How are you going? I'm going well. Now we're just we're just been having a chat, and I've I've brought us in on air onto the pre-record because uh, I think the listeners would be very interested in. Uh, in the interesting programs you watch and a bit of your history, a bit of your pagan I don't know history. They, I, I don't know if they would, but, you know. Oh, I'm I, sure, I, uh... I'm sure that a lot of the fans get a bit of that when they come to yeah, see a Sideshow yeah. Annie show. Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just... Uh, I you, you give it away a little bit with the, uh, with the attire and the, uh, the occasional steampunk sort of look. And, yeah, um, well... It's it's funny, we kind of fell into the steampunk thing um totally by accident. I mean, I've always I've always enjoyed um some form of costuming. I guess growing up in Canada most of my life and England, uh, you know, we used to uh, you know, of course dress up for festivals such as Spring Equinox and, you know, Beltane and Summain and, you know, so those kind of things. And then Canada, of course, Halloween was a, a huge thing in Canada. Um, so the only thing is like your mother used to put a coat over your costume. You'd work so hard on your costume and it's freezing cold. Your mother would go and stick a coat over you, you know? And and not because she was trying to hide the costume, but she was worried because you were going to freeze to death. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, I always thought we should make Halloween coats, you know, so that they were kind of, you know, with stuck on pumpkins and things i suppose yeah yeah exactly 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 so um you know so so that was always uh, it was a huge thing i mean in in canada it was as big as christmas you know people used to decorate their houses like they were um you know like they were haunted mansions and i mean you know as a kid it was it was so exciting you know and going out after dark was exciting it'd be like like visiting a carnival but that took over the whole town i suppose yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And, and you know, it, uh, and of course, you know, it, it would quite often snow at that time of year, but it was dark by about 4.30, you right. know, and, and in whereas Canada, here, yeah, yeah. yeah, whereas here it's a little bit different. It's, um, you know, everybody's out running around in the, in the light, you know. And so, <laughs> so do kind, you... Do kind you, of hard to scare the kids, you know. No, of course. So, but you were saying, uh, of course, the reason we're talking about Halloween is because there's... Uh, there's a night on uh, down at the family hotel and Correct. on the 29th Correct. of October. Yeah. So paint a picture for us, Gillian, and 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 give us a little idea of what happens on a on a Halloween sure. uh, night down at the family. Well, we'll be playing there, of course, and uh, we're on from 7:30 to 10:30, uh, probably going a little bit over. Um, but it's uh, it's a night where people can dress up and come along, and there'll be prizes for best costume. And um, and have a boogie, you know, have a dance, and uh, and 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 see us play, you know. And there's always great food and you know good drinks, and and the staff are always terrific at the family hotel. So I, I like to think that you don't have to work too hard to get people to um, to to come along dressed up and to to muck in because well, uh, in, in the mountains, I mean, you know, a bit of a tradition of 
I'm yeah. proud of doing that. And, um, and there's a lot of people who love to dress up in the mountains. And I think, you know, it's, it's been a long time uh, since we've had our Winter Magic Parade you know, or uh, the winter magic as we once knew it. Hopefully yep. that will come back. Yep. So um, this just gives people an opportunity to um, to also maybe celebrate in costume uh, as we used to during that time of year. And you know? um, since we've mentioned winter magic, I might just get you to give us a bit of a review of how, how things went for you guys at winter magic. I didn't get along to your show because I went to the Palais on the Saturday, like for most of the yeah. day. But you were on the Friday yeah. night. Yeah, we had a we had a great gig and uh, really liked the room, beautiful room. Uh, I had been in there before for a for a council party many many moons ago, but um, it was a, it was lovely acoustics, sound was great. Uh, we had quite a lot of people. We got people up dancing, which was terrific, and um, yeah, so so we really enjoyed playing there and uh, and I think it went off really well. I, I sadly didn't get around to see a lot of other acts, and that's because of um, the fact that um, I'd, I'd come out of hospital about three weeks prior to that, so I was still uh, struggling a little bit. But, yeah. Well, but, we, uh, talk, we talked yeah. about that last time. We talked before Winter Magic, and then we, we heard a bit about uh, about that when you when you talked to Richard Keegan a little while ago. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, hopefully we really, it's... we really enjoyed it. We really enjoyed it. We had, we had a really good time. Hopefully you're all on the men now. And, um... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, um, I'm I'm actually out doing gardening and all kinds of good stuff. So when yeah. it's not when it's not pouring down with rain or hailing. Indeed, mm. indeed. <laughs> <laughs> nice weather we're having up here. Yeah, uh, well, it's up and down, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we could be in a worse place. So. Well, we've had a couple of days of sunshine. So. Yeah, it was between. nice. Yeah, no, it's it very nice. Good. Yeah, quickly running around getting the laundry basket, you know. Now the, uh, the the reason we asked you on, of course, is because you're playing down at the Lawson Bowl. How how do those gigs yeah. normally go? I imagine. The... Uh, yeah, they, uh, well, we haven't played there uh, since New Year's Eve. Uh, Lawson Bowling Club uh, run bands once a month on the first Saturday of each month. Right. And um, so we haven't actually done New Year's Eve was huge there, and of course we just come out of COVID at that time, so we had a we had a ball like the place was packed, but. Um, yeah, so we're back there this Saturday night at uh, 7.30 to 10.30 is our time. Great, great. And if people haven't been down the bolo before, it's 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 quite a good night. You, you can go down there and eat and, of course, drink. And, yeah, um, yeah, they've they... got uh, great Chinese food. Yep. Uh, probably my favourite Chinese restaurant in the mountains. Oh, um, uh, and the room is really nice. Nice stage, nice room. Uh, so, you know, we also run our jam nights there, of course, right, right. Uh, twice a month yeah, on a yep. Thursday night. So um, so it's a really nice stage uh, and do with they, a good room to dance in. Do they mm. still run the, the, the shuttle bus? They've got a... Uh, yep, yeah, still yeah. run the shuttle. Excellent. Yeah. I've, never, I've never been on it, but I hear it called quite a few times throughout the evening. So, yeah, and it's always parked up front. Yeah, so, no, yep, it's, still it's running a, the shuttle bus. It's a good little service. For, uh, it is a good service, yeah, yeah, absolutely, definitely. and people who want to have a drink, you know. So now we just uh, um, just be <laughs> just before you you uh, you came on, we played Ambiguous Day. How's the song doing? Yeah, it's doing well. It's doing well. I think the last I heard it was uh, about uh, it, it was put out two weeks ago, and I think it was like nine thousand something hits. Excellent. Was the last I knew on on YouTube. Right. So um yeah so uh, the man who actually directed it for us Paul he 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 puts up little uh you know I don't like I'm kind of funny about um watching myself <laughs> 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 or 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 listening to my like to listening really you, know, you, like you, you you like that with um, listening back to the tracks as well yeah 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 I mean I'm fine when we're recording it. Yep. And when I'm helping, like when I'm on board to produce it with Elliot, yep. well, the whole band gets involved, really. Um, but, you know, um, Elliot and I both bring, uh, you know, various songs to the table. So I get quite sure. passionate about the way I want to hear it yep, when yep. I'm writing it. And when we're so I sit next to him and we, we do it together. Um and which I think every every muso should do, really, you know, because you know exactly what you want it to sound like in your head. Yeah. Well, I, you most, I, I would assume. But probably at that point, you can disassociate yourself a little bit from 
from the actual the, your actual vocals and, and look at it from a, from a production point of view and then correct yeah and it's really funny because you know um my bass player was laughing at me like a couple of weeks ago because I, I i don't actually play um you know a guitar or anything mm. I, I i hammer around on a piano but i'm hopeless um but when i write i sing into i sing into my phone into the recording oh, okay. but i but i actually sing the bass lines and the guitar <laughs> solos i sing them out and um and you know it's really funny years many years ago i worked at triple j and i used to um i used to uh uh basically change the old reel to reels over to digital format right? right right so um and i used to bake the tapes that had just been left in in um in terrible stages from from double j days and um and and uh and i heard iggy pop say that's exactly how he writes as well oh wow uh so he just walks into the studio and sings his song Right. And then start telling, and he actually went, you know, uh, and I go to the bass player, doom, 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 you know, <laughs> and, and so I thought, wow, I'm not so weird because I was always very frightened to, I had lots of muso friends, yeah. heaps of them because I worked within the industry, but I never wrote with any of them because I thought they're just going to think I'm crazy yeah. to, except, to do that. Except maybe the bass players are going to totally get it. Yeah, maybe, but you know, so and and of course, you know, my, my first husband was a drummer, so he had no hope of writing a song. Right. But um, oh, with Elliot, thank you very much. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Well, I'm a drummer, um, you see. Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean. Like you yeah, can no. drum, but you can't write the guitar pieces and the. Well, he couldn't. Many drummers do play guitar. <laughs> I mean, our drummer plays guitar, so um, you know, but it was just such a such a joy uh when elliot actually said hey these are really actually good yeah. you know like let's well, that, sit that, down that'd and be a, out. that'd be a good thing to hear because um you know uh, iggy and, and the stooges there's some of those songs like you know like uh lust for life and the passenger and yeah. things like that are so based around those bass lines and they're so yeah. you know yeah. unique because of those bass lines it's good that yeah. you can you can write a song where you hear those bass lines initially in your head yeah, that's, and I can hear brilliant. a guitar solo in my head, and yeah. I can say to Elliot, "Can you follow me with the guitar in this right. particular song?" Right. And and as I've been doing it now for so long, um, it's so e it's so much easier now for us to right. nut things out because it's almost like, well, we're in tune. If if yeah. that doesn't sound too cliche, but it also makes me know? think maybe maybe you are a musician. You just need someone to show you how to actually play the instrument. You know, well, I try. I, I've got to. If you, if you hear it in your head, I'm, I'm exactly the same way. With a, you know, being a drummer, I, I, I play drums because I've got short, stubby fingers and not a Me too. not a guitar virtuoso. You know, so. No. Um, but I know that from the little bit I, I, I've been able to learn playing bass, is that I know what the song, the tunes are supposed to sound like. I know what I want to be able to play. I just haven't got the physical, um, you know, training same. in that to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and I love playing drums. I mean, I've got a kit, and I wouldn't play live yet, but I love it. I just love it. Like, <laughs> I, if I could do anything, I'd be like, you know, a Lenny Kravitz drummer or something, you know, oh, and I'm not heavens, bad yes. with... Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but... I, and, and if I... You know, I'm like you. I've got um, little... I've got little tiny... Well, I call my hands pig feet because they look like little pig trotters, yeah. you know, they're tiny, they're little and they're stumpy. Whereas, whereas and I, we all just, actually want to look like Lenny Kravitz or his drummer, you know, and have the afro. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> well, I don't know if I want to look like Lenny, but I'd look like her. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Life. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I think she's great. So, you know, and I loved Sheila E. Like, oh, used right. to love to watch Sheila E. I, I mean, I, I, I loved all that kind of music anyway. I yeah, mean, yeah. that's one of the reasons I sing is, you know, I grew up with um, with a mum who just, uh, I mean, my mum was a great singer. Um, her, right. Even in her own right, she she sang with Dave Brubeck at oh, a concert. Oh, really? Oh, good heavens. Yeah. So, um, so she taught me, but I was always very shy um, when I was young. I was very nervous. And I didn't start doing this until, you know, until I met Elliot, really. Right, so, right. you know, um, so, but I just grew up with all the, 
Cleo Lanes and Ella Fitzgeralds and, you know, yeah. those kind of Shirley Bassey and those kind of big singers, Frank Sinatra and everything. And then I think the most rock my parents went was the Beatles, you know. Oh, okay. And um, so, so she would teach me how to sing along with the Beatles records and stuff every Sunday. We'd have a roast dinner and then we'd sit around the, the record player, you know. Yeah. And um, and they were just wonderful times. And then well, lady, my, lady father, just... my father was horrified with the first album that I bought was Kiss. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that Lady with all those sort of, you know, traditional and, uh, you know, the classical sort of influences, you know, and really good soul and R&B singers is, is a good thing, you know, and not to start off with the rock and roll. But then, of course, I'm not sure about, you know, Paul Stanley and, 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 and those guys as teaching singing. Initially. Yeah, well, um, I don't think they taught me singing. It was just um, Kiss Destroyer was just huge, and I think <laughs> I think I was just absolutely fascinated by the cover. All right. All right. Even more, like God of Thunder would probably be my favorite, which was a Gene Simmons yeah, song of course, of course. on that album, and that was that was the song I played probably the most was God yeah. of Thunder, and it was just those boots. I wanted those boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, none of them were scouts as far as musicians go, or or singers, or you know. But of course, you know, when when um, they took the costumes off and everybody went, "Who's that?" You know, yeah. it became obvious that what what was also selling records. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it is about you know um, about the. the the persona. Oh, it's the performance, I mean, and performance is not a absolutely. bad thing. You talk to anybody who works no. in the theatre, or you know. And I mean, not many people can sing like Paul Stanley. Oh, well, there you are. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially men to hit those high notes. Oh, no, and I mean, you know, it's 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 quite amazing. Um, but you know, News of the World came out about the same time. Right. And um, and I remember buying a single that all my friends went, "What's that?" You know, and I heard it once on the radio, and it was actually Computer Games. All right. By my sex. By my And, sex, and nobody yes. knew it, but I'd heard it on the radio, and I went, oh, I love that. Yeah. And I've still got the single, like the 45 in storage. But I mean, then then what happened when you saw them um, saw them performing on Countdown, and they were dressed as they were? Well, I didn't. Doing all the posing. Oh, okay. I was in Canada. Right, So right. this was in Canada, and they didn't make it big, but somebody played it, um, you know, because my whole life was the radio. I mean, yeah. I just loved the radio. And I, and I just heard it the once, and I bought it. But I don't think it it made the charts necessarily in Canada, but I bought it anyway. Right, right. And all my friends went, where'd you hear that? And I said, on the radio. And right. they all said, wow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was really the first Australian band that okay. um that I knew of. But that did that so, draw you then back to to follow the influences back to England and 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 or did you already know about oh, the, yeah. Eno Absolutely. and Bowie I mean, and all that? Oh uh, yeah, I knew. I I I I remember reading Christian F. Uh, the book, and um and I was fascinated with it, and it was all about Germany and the zoo and you know and of course um the drugs that were right, around right. and she she was majorly into Bowie yeah, yeah. so I remember checking out Bowie and I had cousins in England who were very into Zeppelin and the Stones and so I was very blessed and then I went to live in England for a while and um, my parents sent me over there to, to school for a while and um, and I had this cousin who had a recording studio older than me Adam and um, and he just introduced me to everything the police and Blondie and you know right, right. so so we would just sit in his room for hours just surrounded by records you know right. and um, so I was I was really blessed to get the best of everything really well, that's the, you know you gotta go off to England that's the schooling you want yeah, absolutely, and it was, you know, it was punk times, yeah, and it was, they were, you know, so, I mean, you could walk down, you know, Carnaby Street and stuff, and I mean, people's hair almost touched the sky, you know, like, um, all yeah. the all the amazing, you know, and then, I've got, of course, The Clash, and all those great bands who, you know, <laughs> and then we moved back to LA, and I think my first punk gig there was the Suicidal Tendencies. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, That's and so I saw online. The Cramps. Saw the Cramps in Hollywood, right, and right. I love those kind of bands as well. Which you know, um, I mean, I don't, I like anything, all kinds of music. Well, as long as anything good, Julie. 
anything good and where there's a vibe. And I was just so fascinated at the fact, you know, of Poison Ivy and, and Lex, you know, barely, barely wearing anything, crawling across yeah, the yeah. stage. And yeah, yeah. it was just fantastic. Oh, they were crawling. Just when, 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 yeah, when I saw them down at, uh, down at Coogee, <laughs> they, they just collapsed. They didn't even bother <laughs> getting up. <laughs> And uh, Lexi Thierry was just singing from the stage as he, you know, yeah. lay there. But nobody yeah. cared. Nobody cared. It was all great. So. It's 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 the vibe of it, you know. It doesn't always have to be technically brilliant. No, of course. Sure. Sure. It's about it's about um, it's about what what it makes you feel, you know, Indeed. what the music brings out with from within your own self, you know. Indeed. So they were amazing times, and I've still got I've still got one of the posters off of the um, that I took off uh, one of the poles in Hollywood, right. you know. Right. So um, from the eighties, and wow. I keep all that kind of weird stuff, you as know. You like, as you should. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Good for putting up I in studios too. I'm sure there's. Has uh, Elliot got anything like that up on the walls down at Song Cave? Uh, not not much. Mm. No, not much. Um, there's not a lot of wall space. Uh, he's got guitars and basses hanging up. Of course you know? he does. And, and mandolins and, and things that are his uh, tools of the trade, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, things that, you know, um, that he needs, basically, in there. So, I mean, the studio is, is all um, all done in, in sound cloth. All right, of course. And, and then parts of it are wood. Yeah. Now, we will just you mention um, Song Cove quickly. Um, I had a quick word with Elliot. He, he seems a, bit, a little bit swamped with a, a lot of students at the moment who are trying to yeah. catch up with some of the training that they missed. Yeah, 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 yeah. The makeup lessons. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's really good. He's really good with that. You know, he's he's so he's so good at um, not wanting uh, his students to to miss out. You yeah, know? Well, he's obviously on, on, he's a born teacher, so he's got that. He's uh, a, he's he's a passionate ingrained, person, so, and yeah, yeah. he. He adores his students, I've talk, and I mean, I've talked to so every 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 Christmas it shows because our dining room is covered in presents and chocolates and right. wine, which is right. great for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they love him, uh, and he's um, okay. he's been doing it a long time. Now we're going to uh, once again we'll promote the the show on Lawson if you want to go and see the band after. Uh, after hearing about all of Gillian's influences, obviously people are now going, where can we see these people? Um, oh, I so. It's, so. Um, it's Lawson Barlow on Saturday night. It's uh, You said 7.30 start? 7.30, yep. yep. 7.30 right. start, and I think we finish about 10.30. It's uh, three hours, yep, three-hour yep. show with, so a few, with a couple of breaks. I'll get a good idea of the, uh, the uh, catalogue for uh, Sideshow if they come down. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, well, we do mostly, you know, Anywhere from 60s to, like, for the covers side of us, we do 60s to pretty much now. So um, covering all kinds of things, British and uh, American and yep, Canadian yep. artists. Now, the so. thing I was thinking about this afternoon was that um, because y you were one of the first people who did a promo for me for um, short huh? short spells for Winter Magic, um, yeah. uh, I was using the theme for that. I was using I Put a Spell on You, and I wanted to ask you, have you ever tried that song? And, and uh, maybe I can suggest that you do if you haven't. Oh, okay. Um, I think you guys I would be brilliant. I haven't actually done I put it. Uh, well, I used to do it with Elliot, but it was the it was a different version. It was the, uh, I think it's the, re the original version. Oh, because okay. he covered it. So we used to do it more of a blues, jazz type of version. Right. But I do... You mean you do, mean as opposed to the Credence one, or are you thinking yes, of Yes, as the, opposed yeah. to the Credence one. Right, right, okay. But mm, you must so, have heard um, Scream and Jay do it. Uh, yes, of course I have. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep, yep. So, but so. I... They all do it great. Yeah. It's just very different. I you just know? Thought, I, well, there you are. You see, you guys could do it and do a different version again. Yeah, well, maybe we'll have to do that one. We might do that one for Halloween. There you are, you see. Well, yeah, I put a spell on you for Halloween. Put a spell on you for Halloween. That'd be pretty Yeah, cool. that's pretty good. We actually are covering some pretty cool Halloween, Halloween right. songs. Right, right. So um, we are throwing well, a you, few. You, do you do any cramps? Uh, no. I don't. Um, I guess the reason I don't do the cramps, I, I, well, there's a few I'd love to do, but um, it, it's just when you're playing at venues 
that are a little more commercial. I hate that word, but if you know what I mean, people want to hear stuff that they know. No, of course. Uh, yeah, of course, we're getting, we're getting horribly obscure here to... Uh, into English New Wave and things, so um, yeah, a little, little bit indie for for the. But I love here, all but, that stuff. But, but I just um, find that you kind of throw it out there, and people remove themselves from the dance floor. Like, what is this? <laughs> and because they don't recognise. But um, I've, I've been trying to um, to inflict that on uh, on the breakfast show here on RBM. I, I give them one sort of obscure track for each breakfast show, and so hopefully, you know, they're they're coming around. So. Yeah, well, I, I wish, um, I wish, uh, sometimes I do wish people were a little more open, you know, I mean, to, to different music. Yeah. You um, know, um, it, it's just, it, it's really, um, it's really hard sometimes to pick covers because you're trying to pick covers that other bands don't necessarily do. Yeah. But you're trying to also pick covers that the audience is going to react to. Yeah. Well, I think and, we're a little bit lucky up here. I mean... The fact is, we've got a mayor who, you know, a mayor who, um, in Mark Greenhill, who, who loves the Cure, you know. So, yeah. And, and you see that constantly on, on Facebook. So, you know, the other day, um, I said to someone who I was talking about the Cure, and they knew entirely who I was talking. And I said, "Oh, you're a bit, uh, you're a bit hip, you're a bit with it," because, and he said, "Oh, no, no, I know it's Mark Greenhill's favourite band." So. I, I went and found mm. out who they are. So. Well, that's interesting because we do a few Cure songs because Elliot was in the Love Cats for all right, right, many years, and um, and at that time Robert Smith would not fly; he was afraid to fly oh, this okay. far. So, um, so the Love Cats actually they get a lot of work in the, place the, of Well, the, no, the, the Love Cure. Cats actually were hired by the Cure's record. <laughs> was actually hired. Was actually sorry. Was actually hired by the um. Was actually hired by the um by the Cure's record company to promote their album. Oh, okay, right. So they used to go out and promote for the record company, the record and actually, so we do quite a few Cure songs because uh, well, they're one of Elliot's and my favorite bands as well. So, you know, um, so yeah. I had a big thing for Robert Smith, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> as most as most good goth girls did. So um, you know, so uh, yeah, so we um, so we uh, do a few of their songs. Like uh, I think uh, um, we're actually al- adding Lullaby to the Halloween right, night. Right, right, right. So um, not an, not the easiest song to uh, to do, but one of my faves. So yeah, yeah, but they're all my fave. I mean, Excellent. we listen to The Cure so often coming home. Um, on a dark, dismal night from the middle of nowhere, you know, at two at two a.m. Yeah, which um, hopefully you'll be doing on uh, on Saturday night because it'll go off, which I imagine it will. And now oh, people okay. have an idea of what to uh, what to see. Thanks so much for c- chatting to us, Gillian. I probably yeah, thank you. Thanks you, for having me, and I hope I didn't talk too much. Kept I'm you longer than I should, but uh, no, no, we'll uh, it'll uh, it'll <laughs> fill up the show. So that's that's brilliant. Cool, cool. And, and uh, I hope I see you at a gig soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, Lawson's a little bit far from me because I don't have a car, but um, I'm I'm definitely coming to the Halloween gig, and I'm definitely going to yeah, dress up. Yeah, that'd be great. You're going to dress up? Oh, my Yay! Word. Awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome. Oh, good to know. I'll give you some lollies. Oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> I'll bring you over some lollies. And even and, better uh, reason knows, to come you along. Might, you, you might win the best prize. All right, Julian. Know? Now, as we go out, now we've talked about so many different genres of music and bands and things. What song are we going to play? You get to pick. Oh. Um, what? I get to pick. You get to pick, yeah. Any, any song in the whole universe. Yeah, from any song in the whole universe. Oh, gosh. I wish you told me this earlier. You know, I could have had a think. Um, well, don't think. Just what do you want to hear? Don't think. Okay. Um... If you weren't going back to your oh. Hoarders television show, what we uh, what would you like to hear? If I was what? If you weren't going back to watch Hoarders. Oh, I'm not going back to watch that. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Um, um, Roxy Music, same old scene. Ah, excellent, very good. Since we Is that did, all right? we yes, well, we did mention it, you know. So and and we we play a lot of Brian Ferry on on uh, on this program. Yeah, well, same old scene. You don't hear very often on the um. On the on the radio, on the uh, it wasn't one of their wasn't one of their 
big hits or anything, um, or you know, uh, Patty Smith um, pissing in the river. Right, right. Well, so I those could... would be my those would be my two. Yeah. You know, well, no, we're going to play uh, play Roxy music and thanks. Okay. Thanks once again, Julia, for coming. On. No worries. And, and you have a wonderful day. We'll see you soon. Okay, look forward to it. Thanks so much, Brad. Okay, cheers. Bye. Hi, this is Dave Fortner from the Hoodoo Gurus. You may ask, what's my scene? I'll tell you. My scene is Radio Blue Mountain, supporting local music.
And welcome back to Blue Mountains Live. That's Jamie Foxton there with uh, Adam Blues. So um, he's only released a few tracks online, but uh, that one's particularly good. And the reason we're playing Jamie Foxton there is because he's one of the artists appearing over the weekend, this weekend, starting on the 30th of September or even uh, the 1st of October. So um, we're going to go through the uh, the gigs now. Thanks very much to uh, to Gillian Taylor Reynolds there for uh, chatting to me. Um, we uh, found out we have uh, quite a few things in common, including our taste in music, but also people we know from the dim dark past. So uh, yeah, so shout out to all those people we chatted about, even if you didn't hear who you were. Uh, that doesn't make much sense. So I'll get on with the gigs. So um, we'll we'll start off uh, tomorrow night. We know that uh, there'll be live music at the uh, at the RSL here in Katoomba. You just need to go along to their website or Facebook page, have a look and see what's happening. Uh, there's usually uh, posts up about what there is happening. Sometimes there isn't. Best idea is to ring the RSL just to find out if there is some. We've just got a uh, standard notice in uh, in the Facebook event list that uh, they have free live entertainment at the RSL over the weekend and uh, usually on the Saturday uh, and it usually starts at 7 o'clock uh, but just give them a ring find out there's still uh, Blue Mountains Latin Ballroom dancing happening every Friday down at Toomba yeah so there's always stuff happening on a Friday night at the RSL sorry yes it's Friday night at the RSL and Friday night at the Katuba Masonic Hall, where they have uh, their Latin dancing. Um, there's also, uh, on a Tuesday, just to let you know, there's the spring classes for the swing dancing continue. And uh, that's usually 7 o'clock down at 156-158 Katoomba Street there. And uh, that's down in the church, I think, down there. So... Um, and those spring classes are usually with the uh, Swing Cats up from Sydney who take you through that. Um, I think you, if you really want to, you'll probably also contact Chris Cannell from uh, Music in the Mountains because uh, he's involved with that, I believe. Okay, next we have uh, tonight 
If you're not already on your way, you should be, and that's to go down and see Kitty Flanagan live down at the Blue Mountains Theatre and Community Hub. I don't know if the tickets were sold out. I imagine with a lot of kiddies gigs these days, they probably are. But uh, if you're a last-minute big kitty fan and you want to rush on down there, just give them a ring. I'm sure there's tickets at the door. Uh, and that's at the Blue Mountains Theatre and Community Hub down there in Macquarie Street, down at Springwood. Okay, so another artist who we're going to uh, probably play some songs from is uh, Harry Tinney. And uh, that's the Harry Tinney duo doing uh, Tomorrow Night down at uh, down at the Two Doctors uh, Whiskey Tavern down there at the Fairmont. And uh, that's for the Jazz Night, the Friday Jazz Night. That kicks off at 8.30. And that's Harry Tinney. He's, uh, he's down in Melbourne at the moment. I think he's actually like musical director for a... Uh, uh, a, a large musical theatre place down there. And Harry's quite the jazz legend uh, in uh, different parts of the country. He's played all around the country and, and in uh, various places around the world, I believe. Um, very much up there when you're starting to think of people like John Coltrane and people like that. You think of, uh, of Harry Tinner. He's a guitarist, um, but uh, he... Uh, He's going to be uh, playing with uh, his his offsider down there at the uh, Fairmont um, uh, down in the uh, Two Doctors Whiskey Tavern, and that kicks off, as I said, at about 8:30 tomorrow night. Uh, so let's move on to Saturday. We were, of course, talking to Julian from Sideshow Annie. And they're playing down at Lawson Bowling Club, um, and they'll be doing like three hours down there, kicking off at 7:30. That's always a worthwhile gig. Uh, get the shuttle bus from the station, get out to the uh, the bolo, and um, have have your have your meal, have your dinner, and uh, and uh, listen to Sideshow uh, uh, Annie's repertoire of covers and originals. Um, their so new song, which you heard before we uh, we did the interview, uh, "Ambiguous Day." That's a, that's a brilliant single. But um, they do some great covers and uh, covers a whole range of material, as you heard when I was talking to uh, talking to Julian. Uh, we've also got uh, Gavin Bowles um, playing down at uh, down at Auntie Ed's on the weekend on Sunday. He's be doing a solo gig down there. Um, go through some of his new material and some of the old stuff, and of course we uh, we're going to have hear a little bit from Gavin right now just to find out uh, about what he's been up to and uh, what he thought of Winter Magic as we are asking everybody. And so, um, but first we might hear from uh, from Gavin with his track, The Daily Grind. Hi, this is Gavin from Gavin Bowles and the Distractions. Uh, we've been a band now for quite a few years, um, played in the mountains uh, and all over the country in a few different configurations over the years. You're listening to Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM.
Welcome back to Blue Mountains Live, and uh, we surprised Gavin with a surprise interview. Um, uh, that was uh, Gavin Bowles, you heard, doing Daily Grind. And uh, Gavin's going to be playing down at Auntie Ed's this weekend. Welcome to the show, Gavin. Thanks for having me, Brad. So how long since you've played at Auntie Ed's? Um, I think it was right at the start of last year, actually. Yeah, I think it was re- early uh, 2021, um, kind of before um before like the big lockdown happened um yeah so that would have been the last time i think and you're just doing it solo on sunday yeah 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 just solo for this one so we had we had a band show just gone as part of uh winter magic and then um another sydney show so we're trying out a couple new songs with the band and i'll be doing some of the new ones solo on sunday as well oh good yeah you told us in the in the Winter Magic grab that you'd, you'd been writing some new material and that uh, you were performing that at Winter Magic with your uh, your new guitarist, yeah, Michael? Yeah. Yeah, so Michael's... Um, we, we've had um, a couple gigs now and, um, yeah, it's um, it, it's going really great. It's coming together and um, it's always interesting to have uh, two, uh, two, you know, guitars. That's kind of something I haven't done in a band for a long time, so it's uh, it's been fun and he's been a great mate for a long time, so it's good to have him in the band. Brilliant. And I did also see a post. I did. Were you also playing with somebody else? Was that like somebody's brother or your brother? Or um, I'm doing. I'm doing one um, the night before with my brother out in Camden. All right. Um, so we're doing a little sort of duo set out there on um, on Saturday. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we do those sort of every every now and again. We used to do it a lot, but not not so much these days. Right. And um, does he normally play much or? Uh, well, he's the drummer in the in the band in the distractions. Right. Um, so obviously we we do that. Um, yeah, right. yeah. We get together, do some duo stuff, and then he plays. Um, he plays in another band as well called Halcyon Rain. All right. I've actually heard of that name before. Where where do they float around? Uh, well, they're all um, they're all local boys. They're all um, blacks and high boys like myself. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, they all kind of live all over now. But they. Uh, predominantly play in Sydney. Um, they played at Winter Magic as well, actually. I think they played the night before I did. That's where I think I heard it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And what was your um, your overall uh, feeling about Winter Magic? How did all that go? Look, I think it was a big um, a big thing to take on after a couple of years off and um, an interesting way of doing it, you know, having, um, having, you know, sort of people walking into venues as opposed to those kind of like outdoor stages in the past. So... Um, look, I think it would. Uh, I, I think it went um, w- went you know sort of as well as it could um, for um, like the first time in a long time to get it back up and running. And yeah. clearly, a lot of hard work went into it. And, and you had um, a fair n- amount of people at your your gig. We had a few. Um, it was it, we, we were on quite late, so um, uh, it, it's it's always a it's always a battle sometimes when you're on. <laughs> <laughs> people tend to get a bit tired. Yeah, yeah. So look, we did um, we, we 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 did all, all right. We we had we had a good receptive audience and um, and we had fun. So that's all that that's all that, that matters. Oh, excellent, excellent. All right. And so um, Arnie Eds is a is a solo show. Yep, yep. And you're going to do some of the new material. And what's what's the new material leading up to? You are heading for another album? Yeah, yeah. We're we're starting to piece together um, the workings of a of a new album. So. Um, that that's that's definitely where it's heading, and we've already started to um, record a couple of drum tracks to start the process, and looking at um, yeah, kind of probably having um, a clearer idea come the end of the year or start of next year, as opposed to like a, a timeline. But um, yeah, it's exciting putting stuff together and and with a new band member and all that. So um, Very good. yeah, we'll watch Very this good. space. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Well, um, if people uh, want a bit of a chill out on on Sunday afternoon, get down to Arnie Ed's down in uh, uh, the middle of Katuma Street, and uh, go and have some diner food, and uh, and see Gavin go through some of his new material, and of course some of the old classics. Of course. <laughs> now, 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 as you know, I always ask for a song as we go out, either one of yours or, or one of your influences. What are we going to play? Um, well, it's a good, uh, it's a good question. Um, look, I might, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I might 
get you to spin. Um, it's it's not new anymore, but it's <laughs> the latest song that I've had released. So put it out about a year ago now, actually. So it's called Killing Time. Oh, yes. Yes, I've played yeah. Killing Time before. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks. So thank you, Gavin, and uh, we'll hopefully see you on Sunday. Great. No, thanks, Brad. Look forward to it. Not a problem. He's uh, Gavin Bowles with Killing Time. says if you can hang around for another nine hours then I can start drinking it's 10 30 a.m here in Australia <laughs> I'm sorry 